Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. Hey everyone, this episode is especially for all of my planners out there. This is me too, but if you're the type of person who loves organizing, loves planning, loves knowing every single detail, loves agendas and planners, loves just knowing when things are going to happen and exactly what way, this episode is for you because I didn't realize it until recently, but being that perfectionist, being that planner is actually blocking us from so much more potential. So I'm so excited to share what I've personally learned about this with you, and I hope this is helpful. Hi, everyone. My name is Pyle Agarwal, and I want to welcome you to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Affirmations have changed my life and now it is my mission to help you use them to change yours by using affirmations every day to manifest things your way. My goal is to make affirmations attainable and accessible to every single person, including you, because you have the ability to take control and create your reality. So come with me on my journey and let's see what we can manifest together. Hey everybody, so if you are a planner, you are allowed to raise your hand, it is totally okay because that was me too. I grew up ever since I can remember in like fifth grade even, I loved planners. Like I loved writing down every single hour of my day. I loved writing down every single minute of my day. I loved color coding. I loved just being organized and almost in control. And once I quit my job, I started exploring and being more playful with the idea of just allowing things to flow. I stopped being so obsessive with planners and I was like, okay, what if I shift? And I still am organized, but I leave room for miracles now and it has actually transformed so much of my life. What I realized is planning and having all these expectations and knowing exactly when things are going to happen and how they're going to happen it limits us so much. It's awesome because we are self-fulfilling prophecies, right? What that means, if you've never heard that term, is anything we speak, anything we think, our minds and bodies are going to do anything in their power to make us be correct. So if you're planning and planning for the worst to happen, that worst might happen and Logically, you'd be like, wow, I'm so good. I planned for the worst, but you might not realize you actually attracted that worst situation because you were planning for it to happen. 
I know that's a little mind boggling, but basically anything you're planning for is most likely going to happen. But when we plan, we don't plan with our biggest dreams in mind. We try and plan with this lens of practicality and logic because we think we know everything. We think that we know everything that's going to happen. We know exactly how it's going to happen. And the second we don't have a plan, a lot of us start to start to doubt. And that's where the kind of difficulty of trusting the process, trusting the universe comes in because we don't know everything. There's so much like unexplored possibilities. And to explain it further, we are living out like one possibility of life this as we speak, correct? But in the quantum field, there's infinite possibilities. And to give you an example, I know that's a little confusing. To give you an example, for example, today I am recording a podcast, right? But in the quantum field, this, my way of recording a podcast has a million, billion, limitless number of possibilities and how it can go. I could just pass out. I could, my computer could crash. I could change my mind. I could not be inspired. My phone could ring in the middle of the podcast. Something could break. Something great could happen. I could get a beautiful phone call. Um, Tom could come home early, whatever it is. There's so many things that could happen. Those are infinite possibilities and there's infinite possibilities of quote unquote good and there's infinite possibilities of quote unquote bad. So coming back to this perfectionism and planning mentality that a lot of us have, when we do that, we're actually limiting ourselves. We're not leaving room for those possibilities that we can't even imagine that are beyond our wildest dreams. And so I want to kind of share with you how I've personally shifted and a couple things that you might find helpful for you to maybe let go of the full grasp of planning, to take it down one notch. I'm not saying just sit there and let your day flow. I mean, if you can get to that level, that's amazing, but that's not necessary so you can leave room for miracles. And so just moving forward with the understanding that being a perfectionist is actually blocking yourself from your highest self is something to move forward with. And so a couple of my favorite things to do actionable items is most of us, if we're perfectionists and we're planners, we know that timeline and we stick to that timeline, right? When manifestation is coming in the picture, even like our plan for life. And so to give you perspective, for me, I had a plan when I was graduating college. This was going to be my plan. I was going to graduate. I had my dream job at KPMG, which is like a management consulting firm. So I was going to work there for two years, and then I would switch over to a startup, learn how the startup works, learn how to run a business, and then do that for two years. And then I would quit my job and start my own Indo-Western, so fusing Indian and American clothing business. That was my plan. That is so opposite of exactly what happened. And it took me a little bit to be comfortable with that. And so what I'm trying to say is it's good to have those plans, but be flexible. Like if a different opportunity comes or your body and your mind is telling you, hey, this plan actually isn't working for me, don't shut that down unconsciously just because you know you have a different plan, if that makes sense. Because sticking to a plan is fine, but when you created that plan, you were such a different person than when that plan is actually being executed. So 
realize that if your plan is changing, that is okay because you are always changing. What might have been ideal for you two years ago may not be ideal for you now, and that's all right. You just have to acknowledge it rather than kind of be uncomfortable with that feeling. And to give you an idea, what actually happened for me is I graduated college, I worked for KPMG for about three months, and I was miserable. As most of you know, um, I hated, hated, hated my dream job that I manifested. And after one year, um, I decided to quit my job because I got the idea for creating an affirmation app. And Speaking of the app even, my app was only supposed to take three months for me and it's taken over a year just because of whatever reason and that was so hard for me to digest and even to this day, like this morning, that's why I felt a little overwhelmed today. Like I was just not comfortable that it's going so against that deadline it really bothered me. And so it's okay if things go don't go according to plan. And my favorite affirmation to help me with it is everything is going according to the best plan for me. Everything is following and flowing exactly the way I need it to. And that is what really helps me when things aren't going according to my, so to speak, plan that I thought was perfect. And most of the times my plans work out great for me, but Honestly, the most important decisions and the most important things in my life have been so not planned that it's really taught me it's okay if your plan is different and it's okay to make space for miracles to happen. Now, I know this is going to raise the question, okay, well, when we're manifesting, we need to know exactly what we want. Knowing what you want is different than knowing exactly all the steps you need to take to get what you want. There's a very fine line. If my end result is I wanted a soulmate who treats me just like Tom does, which he is my soulmate. So if my end result was basically I wanted a soulmate, I wasn't fiddling or stressing about how I'm going to find him. I just knew I'm getting my soulmate. I'm going to meet him and that's it. I wasn't like, okay, I need to go on these Bumble and Tinder apps and I need to go on, like ask my parents to help me set some guys up with me. I wasn't focused on that. I just knew that my soulmate existed and just knowing that my soulmate and I will soon be together brought me so much excitement. I didn't care about how it was going to happen because I just had the full unwavering confidence that it was going to happen. So when you're being a perfectionist, what I personally have felt is that I'm a perfectionist or I was a perfectionist because I didn't trust that it would happen unless I had full control over it. And I'm going to repeat that again and listen to this carefully. I was a perfectionist because I didn't trust that it would actually work out unless I managed every single aspect of it. Essentially, I was micromanaging my life. And yes, it worked in some ways, but I'm sure there was better ways for things to work out. And I think that's why I've shifted so much now because miracles happen in my life every day. And I think it's a lot of the fact is I've let go of knowing exactly how things are going to play out. I've let go of knowing exactly when things are going to play out. Instead, what I do now is I focus on the confidence that it's gonna happen and just channeling that excitement now because there's no sense of time in the quantum field. There's no sense of when and how. It's only just the result in the quantum field. So if you can just get so excited about the result that you've thought the result, you've created it in your mind, meaning it's no matter what by law going to show up in your physical world in some way or the other, then 
that's all that should channel your excitement. You don't need to worry about the how. And I know it's like a broken record. Everybody says let go of the how, but to put it in a perspective of like the planner perfectionist mentality, when you plan too much out, you're not leaving room for the magic to happen. For example, if I'm trying to manifest $1 million, it seems a little crazy. It seems impossible. I have no idea it's going to happen. And naturally, I would just get stuck and be like, okay, well, I'm only going to manifest $10,000 and you'll just settle. But you don't have to settle. You just have to have confidence in your desires. Your desires are never placed into your mind just because. Your desires all have a very reason for being placed into your heart and you don't need to dim down your desires. You don't have to shun away your dreams because they seem like they're too big to accomplish. That's not true. It's more so you're not realizing that your desires are actually capable of manifesting if you just allow it. Sometimes we just automatically assume that it's not going to happen and we just create a different plan. We don't even give that unexpectedness a chance. So that's one of my favorite things to do is just to start feeling the excitement with the knowledge that it's already going to happen. Just because I don't know how doesn't mean it's not true. And I want you to think about an experience in your life where you didn't plan for it, but it turned out to be amazing. For me, it was meeting Tom. I didn't plan to meet him. I didn't plan to fly to Seattle spontaneously and meet him because our best friends are the same. That wasn't in my plan. I planned to go to Seattle because I was bored my senior year of college and I had nothing to do that weekend. That's why I went. I didn't go because I knew I was going to meet this my soulmate. I literally went with no expectations. I went just because I was going in flow. And that trip even, I wasn't planning on going. I just went to Seattle the weekend before and something told me, was like, you know what? You should go. So I just went. If I didn't go one week right after I just went, I wouldn't have met Tom and I'm sure we might not have been together in the same way. So just listen to your body. Listen to what feels good to you. If something isn't in your plan, but it sounds so appealing, try it out. It might just be an opportunity for a miracle. Your plans don't have to be always correct because that's really just trying to feed our egos and it's just our minds and bodies trying to prove us right. What if you could expect the best? What if you plan for the best to happen? That's another way to think about it. If you are a planner, plan for the best amazing, most amazing case scenario rather than planning for the worst case scenario. Try that out. There's always another way to look at things and that's really what I'm trying to convey to you because it's possible. If I can go from being planner and organized and writing down every minute of my day obsessed to being comfortable with flowing and having two items on my to-do list and just doing what feels light to me, I have gotten so much more done and I've seen so much more success, not even only in business, but just in terms of like my desires, I've seen so much more like manifestation success when I allow things to flow. And instead of following that to-do list and meeting those deadlines, I, every morning I ask myself what feels good to me and what would feel nice for me to do today. I, I have like a running list of items I need to do, but I have let go of the pressure to put myself through the pressure of doing those 
all at the same time and finishing all of those today. Like there's no sense of time. There's no rush in time. Of course, there might be like a business rush or a work rush, but honestly, that's not even that big of a deal. We put so much more pressure on that than feeling good. And if you can prioritize feeling good, over checking off those items on your to-do list, I think you will be so much better off. So I really recommend just trying it out. Even if it's just one notch down, even you still have a to-do list, but it's okay if you don't get all of those items done rather than freaking out, getting overwhelmed or pulling an all-nighter that probably won't feel good the next day. Instead, just, you know what? I'm going to pick three out of the five items or three out of the 10 items and I'm going to get those done. And if I can get those done, I feel accomplished. That's a really good way to start slow and move your way over into asking yourself in the morning, what do I want to do today? What feels good to me today? Because it's really easy easy to have those morning routines and afternoon routines and evening routines and then just get so stuck up in those plans that you're not even leaving room to live in the moment. You're not even leaving room for unexpected beauty. You're not even leaving room for just things to go so beautifully even though you had no idea it was coming. Like you're letting like the amazement, amazingness and awe out of life just slip away from your hands when we try and plan too much. And this is not like an insult towards anybody. This was me. The reason I know so much about this is because this was me. And in some cases, this is still me. I do still get overwhelmed when things don't go according to my plan or I get a little frustrated and I'm, I make peace with that. I am letting myself feel those feelings and I'm not scolding myself for being upset. I'm like, you know what? I'm working through this. I am a work in progress and that's okay. Like we're always going to be works in progress. You're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be happy one day. Your option is to be happy now or never, you know, like you only have the present moment. And so let that present moment actually exist rather than planning every second of your day, leaving no room for presence because that's not true presence. And I know I went kind of on a little tangent there, but I felt like that was relevant. And so I hope if you are a planner, you can try out or see things from a little bit of a different perspective and try shifting the way you plan your life. Maybe plan for the results, but don't plan exactly step-by-step how you're going to get to each one of them. Leave room. Maybe if you have like a plan or an action plan, write down, literally write down unexpected miracle. That like you can plan for an unexpected miracle if you really want to. If that brings you more peace, try that out. But what I'm trying to say is try something different. It might be a little uncomfortable at first, but just try it out and see how it feels for you. Experiment and be playful. As always, you're going to always hear me say be playful. And so I hope if you are a planner, this was super helpful because I have been able to transform from a mega obsessed planner to a not so much planner and some Someone who's comfortable with not knowing every detail of everything and being able to let things flow the way they need to and being okay with it because that's where I've seen the most miracles and that's all I wish for you is to see those same miracles if not even better so let me know if this was helpful for you let me know if you learned something from this episode it would mean the world to me if you left a review on the iTunes app or however you're listening to this episode it means so much and helps me spread this word. So thank you in advance for leaving that review. Thank
Thank you for giving me your feedback and I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy and have a great, great time ahead and happy not planning. (laughs) Bye. That's all I have for you guys. And I just want to say thank you again for spending some time with me. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, head over to my social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or go to my website if you want to subscribe to my email list, which is affirmation-addict.com. I cannot wait to hear from you guys. And I will talk to you guys super soon. Have a good one, you guys. Bye.